Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special episode of Millennialism. Today, I'm joined by my former roommate from college in Philadelphia, Antoine uh, Gautier. Uh, well, it's not the correct pronunciation, but it doesn't matter. But anyway, we're also business partners now. Um, a while back, we founded our first company together. Uh, well, it would be strange if we had already found founded a few companies together. But yeah, it's the first company we're founding together. It's called Uso Games. It's now formally registered as a company and uh, we're about to go into business. Uh, but before we get in and to talk about whatever we do, I just want to give a warm welcome to my good friend Antoine. Nice to have you here. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I'm happy to finally spread the word about all the hours and days and weeks we spent into this. Yeah, we've, we've had to kind of keep it a secret for a while. Felt like we were revealing a new Marvel movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> How, uh, I, hope we, just... I hope we get as big as them. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's... Uh, well, I'm it's not sure could... Disney would buy our game, but, you know, maybe... Probably some... not. It's not really a... Yeah, so we can just get into it right away. So wh what is it that we do? What, it, what are we launching here exactly? Well, we are launching, I guess, the next big party game, obviously. Like a, a new... I'd say a new type of party game. You know, you know as well as me how, how many different games that we've played over the years, how many hours we've spent going out and trying new things. And um, yeah, I guess we we came up with something that was ours. We something that was born from uh, the different experiences that we had. We know what we didn't like. We knew what we like about those games, and we made one that we believe. Um, has everything that's right with an alcohol game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, so just to make it even more clear, we're launching, we're just about to launch the Kickstarter campaign. By the time this episode is up, the Kickstarter campaign should be live as well. Uh, so we're trying to crowdfund uh, to, to get some money to launch this game that we've been working on for the past few months and that Antoine invented about a year and a half ago. Uh, and as I said, our company is called Uso Games. Uh, it's kind of like an, uh, a joke between us and, and between our friends. Uso, it means like bro or sister. And Samoan, just, we just thought about it when we watched one of The Rock's movies. Uh, but, so yeah, we Positive thought it was a good <laughs> Exactly. So we thought it was a good name. And uh, the game that we're launching is a board game called The Game of Frankenstein. And... Um, there are many reasons. There are a few reasons why we called it Frankenstein, uh, and one of them is because it's kind of like uh, a mix between a lot of different um, drinking games, basically that everyone plays in college, and also some original ideas that we think, you know, makes it what it is, and uh, why we enjoyed playing it so much when we were in college. Um, and uh, yeah, as I said, Antoine invented this game or first came up with this game uh, last, like. August or September 2019 or something like that. Something like this. Um, and um, yeah, and but it was a very early stage at that point. So why don't you just start by telling us the story of how you or why you came up with that first game, the original board? Well, I actually I don't even remember exactly why I came up with this. I am, um, you know, back then we used to, to play a lot of games. Obviously, anytime we would go out. 
Um, you remember, I was always carrying my dice or my cards everywhere we would go because um, I don't know, it was just easy. It was very convenient. Anyone can have dice on himself. And uh, it's surprising to see how, uh, how you, you can actually make a night, a whole night out of just two dice and a few cards. And uh, yeah, that's what we used to do. We just had this, this group all the time, the, the lads that we had, the team. And um, we would just play anytime we would go out. I guess what I liked about this is that, about this is that it gave probably us, I'd say at least it gave me a reason to overdrink most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I, we, 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 were, we were having so much, like so many nights out that at some point I felt maybe it was a bit weird to do all of this. So I guess games gave me a reason to keep doing it. Purpose for, purpose for drinking too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I remember like for the first uh, few years we were in college together, so we were, like the first two years, you didn't really go out that much. Like you didn't really enjoy drinking, but then all of a sudden, like for your your senior year or maybe end of uh, junior year, uh, you started to come out with us more. And uh, then in just a matter of like a few weeks in our senior year, you really became the go-to guy for like party games. Um, I think partly because we lived in a house together with a few other friends and a lot of our uh, friends and like teammates came over on Friday or um, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday night, whenever. And uh, and I think, uh, as you said, like we just partied and and and, and drank a lot um, too much sometimes. But uh, and, and it, it was just a more fun way to pregame because both of us were just yeah. tired of like everyone just kind of being on their phone or or the drinking games that we did play like you know the classic like beer pong you you can't really be a lot of people in that it's like maximum four yeah, people and it's exactly you can you can include as many people as you'd like or at least our team of like six seven guys we just couldn't all of us play at once yeah, yeah. and uh so it always left some people out and uh so another game we play that you could i guess be like you could be like 10 people playing it, but it's probably better if you're like six or something. Was this game with the dice, what was it called? Like 31? The dice? The, oh, yeah. The, the Mayan. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? The Mayan. The Mayan. Yeah. So basically you have two dice, uh, two dices, and you just roll them and you don't want to have 31. And then whoever gets the highest basically doesn't have to drink or do the challenge that you proposed before. But it's also like that one felt too simple. And a lot of the other drinking games when you're like, I don't know, I don't even know the names of them, but like when you were clapping your hands and I don't know, there were so many rules to follow. And yeah, I think yeah. both of us just felt like whenever I played something with too many rules, I just lost interest and I just like yeah, went can... on my phone anyway, because I like there's no way I'm going to win at this game or I don't really care about it. And uh, some of the other games that were more simple were also really fun, but also felt kind of didn't feel very like interactive um, yeah, yeah exactly like at, there, there were so many games that they're nice for a few minutes but you don't make a night out of it at some point you just give up because uh, either there's too many rules so you tend to forget them or at some point people had a few drinks and uh, they're not really into the game anymore when they get a bit a bit more drunk um you know i we we, we just felt at this time i was feeling and I, I know that you were too, that um, 
at some point of the night, people would kind of switch, leave the game, switch the the interaction with people, and go more into uh, social medias or uh, their phone, or you know, they basically they were leaving the group to come back to something that's only uh, for themselves. They were coming back to being alone, uh, despite of us being like in the same place, you know, being a group. And uh, that's something that I always disliked, and not not just with for like drinking nights or pre-games or like alcohol drinking. Like overall, I've I've always disliked um, how people can how can I say this? How people can get back to I'd say their personal lives, but online basically. Yeah. I don't know how to say it yeah. exactly. You know, like it's not. I, I just I don't really see I see it as um. You as mean really, like when, when you're like time. with, yeah. uh, especially when you're like with other people, and then you just even though you're with other other people and like socializing, you're still just stuck like with your face in your phone and yeah. you're consumed by like something else that's very like distracting. Yeah, you know, and I just really... when, when it happens to me, I just I just feel like, uh, like am I not good enough? Yeah, exactly. For you, you know, yeah, like yeah. I'm here and you are more concerned about speaking or um, sharing stuff online to people that are thousands of miles away while I'm here, you know, like mm -hmm. you can do that when I'm not here. You, you're going to have some time alone at some point, just when we're together, just, you know, have this, yeah. have this moment all together. Exactly. So um, when did you, like when you started working on the game, uh, where did you look for like inspiration and how did you come up with the different like spots? We've added, I should say that since the original with like together with like, We've taken the original board and like updated it and uh, kind of give it a gave it a, like a re refreshed look and added a few few more spots and and removed uh, uh, some, but mostly it's like the original board that you created. But how did you come up with the the different ideas for the spots and maybe give some examples of of uh, of a few spots? I remember the first time that I saw something like this. It was on a, on Facebook. I just I just saw a post there about someone that made kind of a game like this where each spot of the game would be something for someone to do. And um, at the time, I just, I don't know if you remember, you probably don't, I actually remembered myself um, just a few days ago. The first time I had this, I think we were in uh, our uh, sophomore year. I think it was the end of sophomore year. So. It was long before I thought about doing this game, and um, I just I just kept this image in my phone, and uh, it just died there among other pictures that I never look at after I take them, mm -hmm. and uh, and then like months after this, I just saw that same spot post again on Facebook, and um, it was exactly the time when, as you said, I started to go more out. Uh, basically, just after I turned 21, because it became so much easier for me to go out when I was 21, because um, I didn't have to worry about, you know, am I gonna get in? Uh, if I don't get in, is my friend that gave me his fake ID gonna, you know, have to go tomorrow to get his ID because the bouncer is gonna keep it? It was just, it was a lot of uncertainties that uh, were worrying me. Not really worrying, but I didn't want to go through them, so I was just not going out. And after I turned 21 and we were doing all these games, that's when I saw that post again and I was like, 
man, I could actually do something like this, but something, you know, for us, for the team, because we, we had this particular way of uh, doing our pre-games and our parties, like, yeah yeah i mean i mean like every every kind of group has their own way of yeah. like their own uh kind of routines and rituals that they do before going out and yeah. this game was very like suited toward towards us yeah it was just uh, for us I, that's yeah. why that's why this this whole project that we have uh was actually born from mainly nothing because when i saw that uh that post and i decided to make it i wanted to make something you know, for us, it, it was not even intended to be for other people at school or like, I never imagined that people would, you know, around us would know about the game and would actually want to come to our house to see it and to play it. It was just for us at the beginning. And um, as you said, for, uh, for him to answer the inspiration question, uh, on this post that I saw, I was inspired the safe zone spot. So you know the basically the, the 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 spot when when you don't have anything to do you know it's it's safe zone you're just chilling out there getting some rest until the next round. So I had the inspiration of this one, but for I'd say for the the all the other ones the 48 47 remaining or the non safe zone spots, uh, I just came up with them myself. Yeah. Well, obviously some of them were very easy, you know, like. It's classic drinking games like take a shot or finish your cup or drink a sip. Like that's very easy. But mm -hmm. the most difficult part was to have some originality in making something that I haven't seen anywhere. So I had to come up with, uh, with come up to it with uh, myself. Yeah. And, um, and make some things that are related to us. Yeah. So and, basically, yeah. the 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 board yeah. itself. As you said, it consists of 48 spots. It's a yeah. tough, tough challenge to get through. We know it because we've we've done it. Um, sometimes we've succeeded. Sometimes we've failed miserably. But basically, you start obviously from start, and then uh, the goal is to reach survivor camp 48 spots later. Yeah. And uh, if you roll a one on the first, you're just you're gonna have to take a shot immediately to just to get started. And then, as you said, there there are a few spots that are just uh, a, f a few safe spots, safe zones where if you land there, you're just, you know, you can just relax. Nothing happens uh, until your next round. And yeah. then there are a few, yeah, I think. And yeah. then there are a few um, classic six. kind of, yeah, six safe zones. And then um, you have a couple of um, couple of challenges that are very common in like you know drinking games like uh, shotgun a beer and uh and uh, uh waterfall for example and then there are, are a few that we have we have added uh one is called the frank and deck and uh why don't you just talk a little bit about that yeah well basically um i guess that's when you really got into that the, 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 this entire story um as a quick background we decided to, to actually make something out of this in uh, in this July when I visited you uh, in Sweden and you 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 talked to me about this game. Um, to make it quick, I guess, we decided to have a, a game that would be as close to the original one as possible. But um, we also knew that 
this game was made for us. And if we wanted to have a real project that we could sell to basically anyone that would want to drink and go out, which is fucking billions of people, um, we needed to make adjustments out of it. And uh, I, I, I came up with the idea of the Franken deck um, because I realized that having just a board, you know, is, it, it was cool for, uh, for college, but you're not actually able to sell a board. You can't make a, a whole game out of just one board. Uh, that's something that anyone could do, you know, they, if they, as long as they see the board once, they can reproduce it. So that was not going to work. So we needed to have some added value to that project. And um, the Franken deck was the first one that, that we saw. Well, um, well, the name speaks for itself. It's a deck. It's actually 35 cards that we created together. Um, how can I say this? Those cards are not related to the board. So yeah, what I mean about basically, that... Basically, it's 35 challenges or dares that you have to complete yeah. if you land on one of the Franken deck spots. Exactly. And uh, and then n none of the challenges or dares, uh, you'll f you won't find them anywhere else on the board. So they're all original that we came up with, and it's a mix of uh, some some are just drinking challenges. You have to like take a shot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, a few others are very embarrassing, uh, and um, a, f a few are just uh, a, f a few are just like nothing. It just it makes you challenge like another player, or it makes you reveal a secret. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted this to, as we said at the beginning, the, the, the whole point of having a drinking game with friends is that interaction. Interaction, mm -hmm. you know, you're with other people and uh, you're here to interact with them. If, if you don't want to interact, then you're just back on your phone and you don't even play. So um, the point of having this deck is that we could do special things that would not really look good or be like be well enough for the board uh but that could add some fun you know fun things to the game as mm -hmm. you say uh it's not gonna be just alcohol related stuff yeah it can be, uh, it can be have... to like interact with others it can be something to embarrass others or it's gonna embarrass yourself yeah it's, it can be for example freezing the position of another person so he's not gonna reach the end or changing his position and like, another ex another another example here is just like reveal a secret about yourself or another player, be embarrassed or lose a friend. Your choice. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah. just. I assume that people that play together at least know someone else in the room, at least one person. And even if you don't, then you just have to say something about yourself. Exactly. But, you know, I just we, and I'm, I'm well. I say I, but I know that if you you feel the exact same. We've we've been mm -hmm. together. I am. I feel like when you, when you're out in the like at, at the pregame like this, when you start really drinking, that's the moment that you are the most keen to say things about yourself or about others that you would never say if you weren't drinking. You know. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the fun part of doing this with friends is that you get to really open and say things that you might actually regret the next day. But um, when you when when you get to that moment uh, with the group. That's the best things that can happen, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really like a bonding bonding game, I think. Uh, I mean, I think it made us 
all closer just as you said we reveal things that we didn't meant to and we we had to complete challenges and also just getting drunk together is, is just a good way to, to get to know each other i suppose yeah. but uh i think the reason why as you said like this summer when we decided to well i proposed to you that maybe we should make a business out of this was because like at first i thought like like can I, should i really like start a business making a board game like who, who the fuck will sell that but <laughs> then um at the same time i know that i knew that because we had so much fun like with the game in college i knew that like we were a pretty you know normal group of guys in college and there are or and girls um we well first we just played it with the ten, like the male tennis team just because we started the first time when we were like on a trip with the guys um but then i mean everyone played but the reason why yeah as i said why i was confident that we could do this is because we had so much fun with it and we knew that if we had fun with it like anyone could have fun with it any group of friends or you know just if you know someone or just a group of people that you've just met um it's a game i think that brings people closer together it's really fun and interactive in a way that many others are not um but since we're already like getting getting there, like why don't you talk about the first time we played the game? Yeah, yeah, happily. Um, I I finished completing the game, um, I'd say around mid November of um, of last year of 2019. Um, at first, I only made an uh, an you know an A4 version, like an A4 paper version, which is the the one that I brought with us when we we took that trip for uh, thanksgiving to uh dominican republic so i'd say that was november 20 26 or something like this um last year yeah last year yeah, yeah that was our first um our first night in uh in santo domingo and uh yeah i i, I had the game ready yeah, you knew about the game but um i don't think i told you that it was ready actually i just when i was packing i took it you know, just thinking maybe it's gonna be of some use. I wasn't even sure. You know, I'm. I didn't have specific ideas of where this was going. I'm just like, you know, maybe maybe it's gonna be nice. Maybe instead of playing dice or yeah. cards, we can play this for one night. See what happens. And um, yeah, I guess we all really liked it from from the first minute we played it at the, the this this night. So it was the six of us. Um, Thibaut, Kai, Eric, Tom, you, and myself. And uh, at the time, yeah, it was A4, so it was still very, very small, but I think it was one of the funniest nights that I ever had. Yeah. Um, I remember. I mean, everyone was hooked, like, from the minute we started, because you, you brought out the game, and I, I knew about it because I had walked up into your room, like, for weeks when I'd seen you working on it. Because you had, you had obviously like no homework to do or anything. You were just sitting doing this game all the time. I had, I had priorities. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I knew about it and I was, I'd seen it and I was really excited to play it. But I don't think all of them had seen the game. So when you brought it out, uh, I remember that they just went crazy. And especially Tom with his British, thick British accent. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to be such a great night. <laughs> And uh, and then uh, yeah, we went and bought a ton of alcohol, um, and uh, we started playing. And uh, that night, I remember we did like when we played the game because we had some other challenges that are no longer on the board that were just like more for us. 
and yeah. we had to send embarrassing like text messages to to friends in college it's it sounds so childish but you know when you're playing a drinking game you are if you're playing a drinking game you are childish and um and uh yeah i think it brought us a lot closer together the whole team even though we had known each other for a long time yeah it was it was i think it was really the, the beginning of something especially knowing um all the things that came like happened to us after that when you were gone at this time but um when we had to get into the season the next semester and we had everything that happened and that kind of goal or that but obviously like every worst thing that could happen to us actually happened so i guess this game was the only thing the only good thing that we had for a while um among us among ourselves that was that was the the, the only link that we could have no matter what happens the day we knew that a few, a few a few nights every week we would just meet together and have at least one game of frankenstein if not two and you know yeah. see what happens after but uh, so, yeah, come back to santo domingo i I, re I remember when you know when we went out to get the food and the and the booze for for the night because it was our first night so we had to get some food we didn't have anything we were just at the airbnb with nothing i think i spent probably 15 bucks to buy food for the whole week while I spent 30 bucks to buy drinks for one night. And the 30 drink, thirty bucks for drinks doesn't sound like that much, but it, it was Santo Domingo, so it was really cheap. Yeah, it was, it was time six. Like I, I <laughs> my, for my part, yeah. we were, I mean, it was not for me, but you know, we, we divided uh, everything that we, 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 we paid. It was not, you know, we we weren't doing this like the American way. You're not buying your vodka and then you drink just your vodka for the night yeah. and give it to anybody. That's not how it works. You're European, just like me. You know that here you buy one thing, you put it on the table, and anyone that's here can drink mm -hmm. as 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 well as you are able to drink whatever is on the table that you didn't bring. So that that's exactly what we did. I just I just spent thirty bucks into it. You know, tequila, vodka, white rum, brown rum. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't remember. Like, yeah. Well, it was just a lot of alcohol, was, uh, and then later was, that uh, night, as many um, booze bottle than soft drinks bottle. Yeah, basically. So that, that's that's how I knew that this was gonna be a, a very long and even full night. <laughs> and I think it was uh, after, like, when we after when we actually went out later that night, that. Um, we kind of, or you came up with the eventual name for the game because it was nameless for, in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we had, obviously, as, as you said, we, we drank a lot. We played this game for a few hours. And then we went out and, uh, yeah, we just kept the night going. We had a really fun night. And then Tom, one of our, as I said, the, our British friend, who's a very, very English guy, he, uh, he came up to you and uh, said something. And that's how... Why don't you just <laughs> tell me what he said? Hey, it was not. It was not even during the night. It was during the game. Ah, shit! Well, uh, I forgot. It was. It was by the end of the game. I think maybe a couple of us were done already. I think two of us <laughs> reached survivor camp. Yeah. Tom was not among them, obviously. Tom, you know, Tom. Tom's a loser. He's he's not <laughs> gonna win that. And uh, Tom, Tom just said like, "Oh, like oi, <laughs> you create a monster." <laughs> you know, I just thought 
I don't know why it just it just came up like this. Like you yeah. monster, it just you know Frankenstein. Yeah. Like that. I, I I can't even explain. You know, it's just it, it feels it just feel it felt normal to me. I create like I created a monster. The name should be Frankenstein. Mm. And that was I actually hoped that we could find a name together the first time we would play it. Yeah. It was just there, you know, as I said, I didn't have any ambition with it. I was just thinking, you know, maybe it's gonna be nice to play it for a few, a few nights. It's yeah. gonna change change our routine. And uh, yeah, from this point, thanks to Tom, I had the name Frankenstein and it, it just sticked. It it felt like it's a nice name, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, we we really gotta gotta thank him for coming up with that name. It's it's a really good name. Yeah, yeah, um, I, we owe him that. We're not gonna give him money for this. No, no, fuck we, no. We, we owe him that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as I said earlier, we're about to launch our Kickstarter campaign. Is just under review right now, but hopefully when this episode is up. Um, or when this episode is up, because I'm probably not going to post it until the Kickstarter campaign is up. But uh, so if you're listening and you want to make this game or get it in your hands, uh, there are a few things that you would need to do, because right now we don't have the money uh, needed to launch the game. We need about 3,000 euros, about like $3,400, something like that. Um, And uh, if we don't, you know, so that's why we're doing this crowdfunding on Kickstarter and um, I'm gonna leave the link for the Kickstarter campaign in the this for this episode, obviously. Uh, but there are a few different ways and a few different like um, pledges that you can make to make this game a reality. Um, so uh, and by pledge or rewards, it's just a way of like backing the the project basically. So we have a few different categories depending on how much you wanna you wanna spend or how much you wanna contribute to this game with. So the first one is if you, as I said, our goal is 3,000 euros right now. Uh, and it's going to stay 3,000 euros. Hopefully we get there. If we do, we're 100% sure we can launch this game. And um, make sure you, you get it in your hands. So the first first uh, pledge, I don't, I'm not sure what it's called, but the, the first, the, like the, the lowest kind of, obviously you can pledge however much you want if you, if you want to, if you want to like uh, donate a dollar or whatever that like we we'd appreciate that as well there are a few different categories you can do if you want to get some rewards the first one is called dean's list if you contribute with five euros you get your name as a contributor on the um help me out Antoine, on the the That's manual instruction manual yep so it would be the inside the, of every game that we're gonna make your name would be inside basically you know forever Exactly. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, and the second one, it's called Honor Roll. Uh, it's if you pledge 12 euros and you, by doing that, you receive an online version of the game, basically a PDF version of the game. Yep. Um, it's harder to play online. You'd have to just like print out the, the board and, and all the cards. So it's it's some work, but obviously would still really appreciate that. Yeah. And oh, for the next... gate is... Um your own pawns, like anything that you want to play with, and yeah. then you just need two dice. But you know, that's something that can easily be bought by yourself. So it's not going to be the official ones that we have in the board yeah. because we have Frankenstein pawns and Frankenstein dice. Like we have something special inside. But um, if, if you get that version, obviously, as long as you have those dice at home, you're going to be able to play it. Yeah, the only thing is that we forgot to talk about it earlier, but you're not going to be able to play the um, um, f- play the Franken dice. We have a another dice 
in the in the game it's called frank and dice and it it has some other challenges and if you if you get the online game you're not gonna be able to do that you'll just have to come up with your own uh your own challenge for that that square that uh spot but you know you can still play the game but it's not the, the full and uh yeah, real not, ver original version you know it's not gonna be the official game but obviously as you said, we need those three thousand euros, and I think what you didn't mention is that it's it's basically all or nothing. So, yeah, if we reach three thousand euros or more, um, we keep the money. But if we are not able to reach those three k, let's say we have two thousand seven hundred by the end of the Kickstarter, we're not yeah. we're not keeping anything. We're losing. Yeah, no, so yeah, exactly. And by by keeping the money, uh, Antoine just means that. Because this project is going to be a bit more than 3,000 euros. We just put 3,000 euros because we had no idea if people want to support us with more money than that. But uh, we will, even if we reach that 3,000, we'll still have to put in uh, some of our own money, which we're completely fine with doing. But um, but yeah, and, and that that's we're not going to take any of that money into our own pockets. It's, it, everything goes to manufacturing, shipping, and uh, just making sure this game becomes a reality. Um, yeah. and then the and still make adjustments to say we have we have more than three thousand. Say we we were funded very well. Um, all the money that we would have, even if we have ten k, all the money would go into this project and yeah. creation of a next project or adding something to the project. So we were thinking about having a Frankenstein shooter inside of the game, for example, or mm. having new pawns. You know, it's the more money we get, the more the, the better the game is going to be, basically. But if you see Antoine posting pictures in a fucking Porsche or a Ferrari, then you know where the money has gone. <laughs> uh, anyway, the next level is called McLovin. If you pledge 15 euros, you receive an online version of the game and also your name as a contributor. Um, and then if you actually want the game in your hand uh, as a pre-order, you need to spend the 27 euros uh, to get the Uso family reward. And the estimated delivery for that's like the actual game uh, is in April next year, April 2021. And we're shipping anywhere in the world. And that means that you get the game of Frankenstein. Yep. And then there's the Uso Family Plus, uh, which uh, is also estimated delivery April next year. And you get the, the game of Frankenstein, obviously, and your name is a co contributor in the instruction manual uh, on the game. And the next level is called Toretto and uh, you get the game of Frankenstein, you get a personally customized PDF version of the game and also your name as a con contributor and the customized PDF version of the game is basically we have the friend of our friend of ours uh, Ruffy, it's, it's a shame that we haven't mentioned him so far but uh, uh, he's the one who made the final design for the, the board game and uh, he's also made, because we've, we've made some deal with, deals with like uh, basically like fraternities and we've made the board but in their colors and all that stuff so if you're uh, like college fraternity or just like a social club at a school or whatever uh, we can create this game or but like team, you know? yeah we're a team, be whatever. A team whatever you want we can have the game with your colors or with your design anything you want basically you can either send us a design or you send us at least an idea yeah. of the design that you'd like exactly. And we're going to make this for you. That's going to be your own game. Only you will have it. You can have your logo. You can have literally anything you'd like on it. Yeah. Uh, and and also, since you're getting the actual game of Frankenstein with it, you're going to be able to play it just like, uh, you know, you can even print it out and just put it over the actual board. Um, yeah. So it's going to be fully customized for you personally. 
And then the highest level is called summa cum laude, uh, which is with highest honor. And we would be very honored if anyone chose to pledge. Uh, it's it's 100 euros. Uh, and it, it's also estimated delivery April. And you get the game of Frankenstein. You get your name as a contributor. You get a personally customized PDF version of the game that we just talked about. And you also get a game night with the creators. So that would be me and Antoine. And we'd be so fucking happy to play with anyone who pledges oh, yeah. 100 euros or more. Uh, it's unfortunate. If you're in the area, like I'll, I'll happily go wherever you are if you're anywhere in Sweden and just play it with you. And I'll, I'll bring the booze. Uh, and I'm sure Antoine would do the same in France. Oh yeah. Um, but and I mean, you can always choose to pledge however much money you want to. We're grateful for for any contribution, and uh, it, that's like another reason why we wanted to do this because it's it's uh, the idea of doing it together with a bunch of other people is is so much fun. And uh, um, I think just having so many people on the like as many people as possible on the contribution list on the game would be so much fun and it would be like we want to create like a small community i guess we want this to feel like you know you have a part in this this project too uh yeah, you know as, back... as, we, as, as we said at the beginning the the whole point of this game is to bring people together you know to be in a group you're not gonna play it just by yourself so we we, we want this game to be made by a group you know it, it wouldn't make any sense for us if it was just made by us for us and all we expect is money back you know that's yeah. that's not why we made this that's not why i when i agreed to do the game with you because at first i was i was a bit worried about this project but when i agreed to do it it's it's just because i thought you know how cool would it be that the game that actually cre that i created and that we it not evolved then with you that we made together how cool would it be for people that we don't even know to play it you know I would be I would be so delighted to know that people that I've never met from other countries would actually support us and would want to buy this because they feel like um, this is gonna be fun to play with their own friends and yeah, make exactly. fun. and yeah obviously I'd be I'd be very happy to play it with anyone that that has it you know in a, well I'm in France right now but we're probably gonna move I'll be back to Sweden someday with you so yeah. Let's we'll see where where this takes us, but the, yeah. this has to be a a group project. This is not about us trying to make a living. Yeah, I mean, if the you know in a in a year or something when the pandemic is over, maybe and if we have enough money, maybe we'll be just touring and playing this game with with the college kids all over the world. <laughs> that's 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 the goal. <laughs> that would be a lot of drinking. Like, but uh, but yeah, and as like I said, drink. Like I said before, like the reason why I wanted to do do this project at all, project at all, and why I believe that you know we'll we'll reach the goal, uh, the fundraising goal, is just because we had so much fun with it, and we think that ever anyone who plays it will have fun with it, uh, yeah. as long as you're of a legal drinking age. And uh, you know, uh, I think this game is is really fun. Um, and uh, again, like we should have mentioned it earlier, but I really gotta give a big shout out to uh, our friend uh, Raphael Winkler, Rafi Winkler. Uh, he did an amazing job with designing the board. Antoine made obviously the original board, but then he put his own, he's a great artist. He makes even his own comic books and everything. Uh, and uh, he paints and he's really talented. So I'm going to leave all of his stuff in the description as well. Uh, yeah. But we couldn't have made this like without him. He really, he really helped us out a lot and he created, um, 
designed like all the spots and the character for our our board and and everything so uh, really thank you Rafi. Yep, yep we couldn't do it without him and uh, as you said we're gonna leave everything uh, you can follow him uh, on his social medias there's a lot of nice things to see and he's able to do just just like he did for he's able to do things for you he yeah. can you know produce anything you'd like and um we also want to say that he is going to stick with us so he's going to be in charge of also the next things that we will have for you because hopefully this is not going to stop just at this game yeah. and if if we get to go further and do new things um that's going to be with him definitely yeah. For sure. Um, but anyway, Antoine, thank you for joining me here on the podcast. I know this is kind of my platform, but this is but this project is ours, and yep. I'm happy to be doing it with you. And I'm really excited to see where this Kickstarter campaign is going. Um, and uh, yeah, f- for anyone who's thinking about supporting us, please do. Would be highly appreciated. And yep. um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Go support the game and uh, and play. Let me know. Let us know if you if you get it um, if you buy it and and when you played it, we'd be happy to share. Yeah, uh, you can always. So we we have uh, we have social media ourselves. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, that's the page that you've been dealing with, Adam. It's uh, yeah. what's the name again of the page? Uh, Uso Games. Um, yes, exactly. but it, the handle is I think Usoholic, and it's Usoholic on on Instagram as well, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's who yeah. saw on Instagram. We, we're going to post regular things. We're posting basically designs about this game that Rafi is making for us. And, uh, you know, fun stuff like alcohol record or alcohol stories. You know, we're just unveiling stuff about the game and we will post up, so updates about um, how the Kickstarter is doing. So, you know, when you have this game and even before, you can follow us on those platforms. And when you have the game, we'd be happy if you tag us on it, you know, when you play it. Perfect. So we can see what this monster has become. (laughs) Really. All right, Antoine, thank you very much, Ron. Thank you. Yeah, and to anyone who's listening, thank you for listening to this special episode of Millennialism. And I'll be back with more episodes to come. Thank you. Take care.